Hi, this is Mozo Bear and this is the MZ Show. The show where we talk to the amazing people making a difference in their communities and professions. From entrepreneurs to community leaders and beyond, we will learn what it takes to be a game changer. On today's segment, I am going to speak with Mr. Christopher Raja. He is the founder of Bravo Cricket Academy in Qatar, a man who quit his profession and followed his passion, and it is certainly making a huge difference in this community. Good, 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 Zubair. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for hosting me. You're most welcome. So, Christopher, um, tell us a little about yourself and how... Uh, you decided to to follow your passion after you were a professional salesperson for 22 years. How did that all come about? Yeah, uh, actually, I'm basically from India, uh, uh-huh. Chennai, South India. I moved out of India in 2003 when I got a okay. job in Oman. So I left uh, Chennai. Uh, as we grew up, we, we used to play cricket, so always there was a passion and I had a dream of becoming a, a player all throughout okay. my childhood. But unfortunately, I lost my father at an early age. So sorry about that. Family, family responsibilities were there, so I had to take up a job after school immediately. So the dream remained as a dream for a very long time, but you know, as it will always be there behind your back, uh, haunting, when are you going to do it? And I got okay. So that's how it started. And uh, I moved to Oman. Then I was there for almost 10 years, played there uh, uh, for my company team on the corporate leagues and all the stuff. So I, I was very happy playing cricket. And okay. uh, in 2017, I got an off better offer in Qatar. So uh, I wanted to move to Qatar. My first thing was to look up for cricket, how good is cricket in Qatar. So when okay. I went through the thing, then I saw people playing in the stadium. Uh, during that time, we didn't have any stay, uh, uh, you know, grass ground in uh, Oman. So that was one of the reasons that you know I thought I'll move out to uh, Qatar to play better. Then I went, mm-hmm. came over to Qatar. Then it was not the same what I was thinking of cricket. And... Um, uh, that's how it uh, it happened. Then I moved to Qatar. Uh, all all those while I was working as a sales professional in an automotive field. Almost uh, okay. 20, 21 years I was in automotive, selling all, all right. different brands uh, of cars. One of uh, the uh, Ramadan time when my son wanted to play cricket and the big boys were not letting them play, uh, yeah. my son and his friends. So that's when my uh, I had to go down to play with them, just to you know make sure there's there's no bullying. Okay. Uh, when I went down and played with them in a small park, that's when yeah. I noticed these kids who are playing better cricket. So okay. that's when the thought came in my mind that you know you never become a player at least you can make some plays. So that oh. thought uh, came up and then it uh, slowly formed into an academy now. <laughs> okay, so, so that is a yeah yeah so Qatar is not that well known in cricket so what were the challenges that you faced before you while you were starting this academy was it the marketing was it bringing on the people was it the ground so what were the main challenges that you faced when uh, starting this academy 
i will not say there's a lot of challenges yes there were a little bit of challenges but because yeah. when when i started there was not many academies were there only one academy was there who was doing uh, the uh, cricket program for uh, past four or five years in qatar okay. not many academies were there so when i started it we started in a small uh, thing like you know i was i was playing with the boys in the park when i initially started we had five kids who were there okay. with my uh, uh, son so we played for within a week uh, the other big boys started coming and asking us that you know we wanted to join with you guys to play and slowly oh, okay. in a week's time 15 to 16 kids started coming so i was taking it free of cost only i was buying them all the stuff first the uniform i gave them free of cost like you know to motivate them to play so yeah. it was almost three months we were just doing that way that you know it was my passion so i said i i was i i love to do that so i started doing it with them and uh, gradually parents started noticing that you know i'm spending time and money on this stuff so they were saying like you know why don't you start a professional way and uh, start an academy uh, till then i was never thinking of an academy uh, as a thing uh and okay. after 6 months of time the kids were a little uh you know uh, good so we wanted to take them to the next level then we were trying to hire a net uh to you know give them a better practice from park okay. we went moved on to nets then in the nets wow. uh, we were there for almost 3 months then i thought i wanted to check where they stand so i invited uh, a club from oman since i lived yeah. in oman i had good friends in oman so i asked one of the cricket uh, academy in uh, oman it's called bosher olympic center so i asked okay. my friend sandesh to come over to qatar i we we sponsored them all the stuff so they they moved to uh, uh, they came to qatar to play uh, five match series with us yeah And they were being that academy is there for more than 5 6 years so kids were trained for 3 or 4 years and our kids were only 6 months trained but they i saw them you know giving them a uh, hard time even though we lost the series but uh, yeah. we lost by 9 runs 11 runs 10 runs like that so oh, it so was close. very close close matches so then i thought okay it's really good so then i started thinking it go like and it's the right time for us to start an academy so that these these kids will get a platform uh if they want to move out to other place to place they should have a banking and in backing so we started uh, having a professional uh, setup so when we started we had difficulties in finding a place and all the stuff then slowly by god's grace we could manage and uh, now this is mm-hmm. where we are now so basically you are the avenue of all these kids where they can there was an interest but they didn't have any place to play so you yeah. were the your academy basically brought all these kids together right yeah exactly and now okay. uh, since we uh, started uh, in yeah. 2017 we could yeah. register our company as an academy in 2018 so it took almost okay. a year for me to set up the place and uh, set up the company uh, as such like you know professionally and yeah. uh, after then on we we wanted to give them a proper uh, uh, professional training so we hired people i started hiring people who are really passionate about the game we never okay. wanted someone to see feel it as a job or, you know they're coming to work so they are there for only That's that right. time and then moving out 
so we really wanted to have people who are really passionate about uh, not really bothered about uh, their educational background so I, they can make their own platform as well so we brought people who are really passionate about the game to be with us so we okay. hired coaches i brought my brother in to mm-hmm. look after meanwhile I, till then i was working i i didn't quit my job still i asked them to do it on you know like uh, i was always behind it but they were doing the job then okay. one point in time i thought it is i want to leave the job full time job and be in cricket so when i wanted to do that people were saying you are mad to leave the job and do this one <laughs> you will not be able to manage but that oh, was yeah. the risk i took mm-hmm. i said okay i will leave everything and because i was getting good pay uh, uh-huh. people are saying why do you want to do it because other people are still continuing to do the job and keeping this as a a side uh, business kind of stuff but you know oh, this okay. is what i really wanted to do and i was oh. not able to spend my quality time with the kids that was one of the main reasons so i said, thought okay i'll completely quit it and then mm-hmm. be in cricket full time oh, and it seems like it's been paying dividends because uh, yes. you your your academy also started women's cricket yeah. and uh, i believe it produces the bulk of the national team players uh, uh, tell us about the women's program in the academy now do you have a lot of women coming in and playing the game or uh, how is how is that going on yeah uh, see uh, first our aim of our academy is cricket for everyone so it is okay. not limited only for men or the mainstream kids or the mainstream right. women's women's team so first thing we wanted to start was uh, giving opportunity to everybody so that's how we started women's cricket first so that you know women players we can produce so we got, when we started we had only one or two girls coming in then slowly they came to know about our academy people started coming in uh, in fact we are most of the national team players are with us uh, even okay. the captain vice captain the middle order wicket keeper all are getting trained by us uh, mm-hmm. we train them as how we train the men we there's okay. no difference in uh, you know they are women we need to you know uh, be uh, different from the practice regime we, i yeah. always tell them if you have to be strong you have to practice like you're going to compete with men so most of the time what we used to do is we give them practice matches with boys under oh, 16 okay. boys under 14 boys to you know make them uh, even more agile uh, to be more active to to be more you know because the, when they see the small kids running very fast they also want to run fast when they do oh. fielding and all the stuff so we always give them uh, training as how we train the men's team okay so that was one of the reason that you know most of the players started coming with us we got a close to around 16 to 17 women players now with us oh that's and, fantastic uh, one proud moment for us was uh, there's a girl who's 9 years old uh, yeah he she is trains with us she got picked up for the national team wow. when uh, kuwait and oman was touring here the, she was picked up she was in the squad but unfortunately yeah. she couldn't play because of the age Okay. she can only as per icc rules she can only you play in 18 yards cricket not 20 22 yards <laughs> okay she can now she's a good fast bowler so she's still yeah. training with us it's good you know, this was the these kind of talents I, we could bring out so that was one of my happiest and my proudest moment when she got her national team jersey her okay. name is vandana vandana well yeah, i hope Bandana. that uh, I hope to see her play more games in the future. We'll be following her. 
Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> and and uh, tell us about the sponsorship. Are you guys uh, getting any sponsorships from the local companies there? And uh, are you are you working with the Qatar Cricket Association hand in hand, or uh, how how is your program going now? Because now it seems uh, like it's taking on to the national level. Yeah. So far, we have not got any kind of a sponsorship except for only once or twice. Once or twice, we got sponsorship for events. Uh, that is yeah. basically when we brought uh, Oman team here. Swiss International okay. School supported us. They were the first one to sponsor or back our academy. Uh, okay. After that, we had uh, no sponsorship so far. Everything is spent by me and. Uh, yeah that's it we 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 are trying to get some sponsorship hopefully we will we should start getting some sponsorship because now the covid came in so most of them are you know reluctant to do anything okay. any kind of sponsorship right now but it, i i hope we should get something later on once we start trying to reach out people so with your bravo are you are you taking part in the in the league do you have a league that your team takes part in or it's just uh, strictly training there and the players play in other clubs do you have like a club set up there yes yes we do have we have uh, uh, teams we we actually what we used to do is uh, yeah we we have a uh, b division team which plays in the league we have a c division okay. team which plays in the league so we have two uh, teams which is already taking part in the leagues qatar cricket oh, that- association leagues and uh, have you had any players from the boys side that are in the national team or getting call ups yes, from yes. the national team yes yes we do have even uh, even under 16 teams we have players playing there in uh, qca leagues i mean qca uh, under qatar for qatar under 16 teams uh, okay. and uh, we normally what we are doing is we when people are interested to play we make sure that you know they play in uh, the leagues so even the individuals who are coming in we try to yeah. you know uh, coach them and make a team and then we make them play in the leagues okay. so that everybody gets an opportunity like for example like me a lot of people who are passionate but couldn't play cricket because of the family commitment or because they didn't they were pursuing like uh, they were uh, studying or something so who are really yeah. wanted to play cricket now so i'm making sure mm-hmm. that they play a uh, proper professional cricket Oh, that's At least brilliant. for their passion's sake. Exactly. I mean, I mean, yeah. everybody loves the game. They want to play it some way, so, somehow. Yeah. And also started this uh, program, uh, cricket in autism, I mean, uh, with the kids. How, uh, tell us more about that. Uh, what is the reaction, and is that program still going on in your academy? Yes, we do. Uh, actually, as I said, our academy's aim is to make cricket available for everyone. Uh, okay. so when i was thinking of after the women's team and then we were thinking of doing something related to with uh, uh, for special needs that is one of one of the thing which i always had in my mind and yeah. i approached qatar foundation thanks to qatar yeah. foundation because they were the first one to give me an opportunity to do do it because okay. uh, we, they had this winter camp and i volunteered uh, myself to give them deliver cricket classes for 18 days so yeah. just to you know give me a chance to do it then we did deliver 18 days of uh, cricket classes and a parent from that camp wrote a mail yeah. to the director of uh, qf saying that you know how cricket 
changed his uh, son's behavior and how he wants to play cricket throughout the year okay. so she was requesting uh, qf to have cricket as a mainstream sports with them like you know before oh, that fantastic. they were having only only football and uh, swimming and yeah. uh, as you know cricket needs a lot of eye and hand coordination and okay. uh, once they start you know watching the ball catching how to catch the ball so all their uh, you know motor skill works so okay. I, it is kind of a therapy that is what i feel right. cricket is a kind of a therapy for these kids yeah. by using their hands eyes and the mind to judge the ball judge the swing when the ball is coming when they're swinging the bat so now mm-hmm. we have around uh, 9 to 10 players who are you know regular now who are playing okay since we have classes every week they have a weekly once or twice classes now uh, now we yeah. are giving delivering them one classes one class because of the covid uh, restrictions are there so yeah totally understand yeah yeah so we don't want to expose them so they are giving us a one hour class for each kid so they are coming as one on one sessions so that is how we are doing right now and uh, it is really 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 a blessing that you know to mm-hmm. serve these kids and they are really really talented in the sense it's it's nowhere in see uh, it, there's no difference between us they are all we are all the same exactly uh, many of them are still you know we, they don't want us to you know pity them or anything we they want to be including inclusion is the thing which they are looking for all so right so that that the and the bond what we create with them is uh, yeah. priceless they will do anything for you okay if they really if, if they really understand their thing and yeah. i always learned uh i was always uh, what to say <laughs> uh mm-hmm. i was a little bit of short tempered and these things all those <laughs> things went off when i started coaching them the thing is they made me think so much and every uh-huh. time is a challenge like you know you need to think differently you cannot do the same stuff with them you need to start <laughs> thinking out of the box to you know coach them so that way i learned a lot of stuff when i started coaching them and uh, there is a lot of patience came in me yeah uh-huh. and is the co- is coaching kids with autism are you giving them the same program that you normally give give the other boys or it's it's a different program do they have any special kind of uh, program that they follow or it's just the same that you'd give to the other guys see it's kind of a same but you know their uh, understanding level is different from the mainstream kids you know that oh, right so yes, they yes. are still like the babies you need to start see our main idea is kind of a therapy it is not kind of, it's not like you oh. know we are teaching them the game they're not going to play any leagues immediately so gradually right. we are trying to create interest first within them so interest okay. to play if they don't like it you do whatever you want they are not going to do it that's But right if you create interest in them if they really like it they will leave everything and do what you want to do uh, want them yeah. to do so it's basically creating an interest first to you know get them into the game making them understand mm-hmm. the game this is what it is going to be then getting them into the team formation now we have kids who knows what is bat what is ball what is stump to understand yeah. them this is what is cricket if you are if you ask any of the kid uh, what is cricket they say bat they say ball mm-hmm. so they can okay. relate so this is how we are and each kid is different it's not going to be like you know every every kid i use the same kind of a technique 
some kids like oh, okay. some some like music some like uh, swimming so your strategy will be different if you, sometimes what i used to do is i used to give my phone make them play music the girl who likes music she will play mu- music with when she yeah. plays music i will tell her come let's play cricket now so when oh. when what she wants to do i do it and then i'll make sure that she has to do cricket so this is a, this kind of uh, strategies are there when we coach them and right. it is it is completely different uh, it's a different world i could say <laughs> i enjoy doing and it i i believe you do because it seems like it's apart from giving them the therapy it's also helped you in in understanding yourself more right yes yes perfect yes yeah and you only the patients yeah so i think it's it's a two thing they are helping you too they also being your coaches <laughs> yes 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 yeah you learn a lot that, of things from them that's true might, uh, trust me you learn when we when we are teaching them you learn a lot of different ways of coaching see oh, okay. uh, your certificates or you know whatever you do normally doesn't yeah. make any sense and you cannot implement those kind of techniques when you are teaching because when you teach these kind of kids they you tend to learn a lot of new stuffs oh okay i can use this in my mainstream kids uh, coaching as well so yeah, that, this is this, this is the learning they know they teach you and while you've been coaching these kids um i think i'm not too sure on this one but i think you're one of the pioneers in coaching uh, cricket in with kids with autism so do you have any notes like if any other coaches around the world would want to take up some advice from you or something do you have any written notes or something like that that they can uh, read and and know the basics of coaching kids with autism you i cannot say i am a pioneer i am also is just a beginner who's teaching cricket uh, there are a lot of people who are doing uh, cricket for autism uh, not in qatar if you see in yeah. uh, australia there is uh, Uh, the main an association place. for it yeah main places from australia england has got a thing but not mm-hmm. many many other countries are not taken up you know seriously uh, yeah this and you know people are also not coming forward because you know many of the kids been kept inside the house okay they don't want to you know show the kids outside to the outside world so this is one of the thing which i want to convey is we, uh, we need to be open with them we need to give them an opportunity they they yeah. pick up they don't pick up it's their wish but many of the parents or many of the institutions are not giving them an opportunity to come forward see my thought came uh, one of the important thought which came in my mind is uh, mm-hmm. for example now they are with their parents parents are supporting them once the parents yeah. have gone what is going to be their next step how they are going to survive if you don't give them this uh, exposed to this world for example exactly. if they, there there are in this kind of kids there will be some extraordinary talent some will be a very good painter some would can be a cricketer there are a lot of cricketers have come up uh, with autism or there is a lot of uh, things are there not it's not only it's uh, down syndrome there are many like you know we, in our academy there's a guy amrit he's got trot yeah. syndrome he repeats okay. things so there are many uh, kinds are there so if you're going to if you're not going to give them this opportunity they're never going yeah. to get an experience or they're never going to make a career out of this so That's that was the reason we wanted to 
we we were just i was just thinking of the life after their parents have gone the support system is gone then they will be very difficult for them to survive in this world so if we don't do it right now it will be very difficult for them to catch up so when they are That's young true. start exposing them you give them the opportunity don't think they they are different from the other kids they are the same only thing is you need to accept and start moving forward many of the parents exactly. or many of the thing communities are still thinking you know no they cannot do it they think themselves that you know they're not capable it's not like oh. that they are capable they are much more capable than us that so they just need an exposure yes they need an exposure and they need an opportunity that's it nothing else they can okay. do wonders yeah and you also recently launched the deaf cricket uh, you launched the deaf cricket in qatar and i believe you are hosting an icc event for the deaf cricket um tell us more about that on that because it seems that you've expanded quite a bit in the two years that the academy has been uh, in in running yeah <laughs> deaf cricket was uh, it's also a big story uh, <laughs> as i said we wanted to be uh, available for everyone you know it's not like we are restricting exactly. ourselves we should cricket should be available for everyone that is my passion that was my dream even in our jerseys it will be clearly boldly written cricket for everyone so oh. first we That's... first when we started we had no time restrictions if person wants to he works on a night shift he wants to play yeah. in the daytime he's most welcome our coaches will go in the daytime as well to do yeah. coaching so first i removed the time time frame there is nothing called you know you can only come from this time to this time if you so are it's a 24/7 cricket academy yes yes <laughs> they can give us a call we will be there available with them uh-huh. with them so that is how we started then slowly as you know women's cricket came up autism came up then what yeah. next we were, was the thing so during corona I, you know i was doing lot of uh, interviews webinars yeah. were there we were i was doing so that so when i uh, i thought you know why not host a, uh, i saw one article about uh, indian deaf cricket association then okay. i wrote to sumit saying why why don't you come in my show Yeah. So I never knew Sumit was also deaf. Okay. So Sumit introduced me to the CEO. So that is how okay. I, he he I, then I started speaking to him. Then when we were talking to each other then we shared our ideas and all the stuff then he said why don't you start something for deaf as well. So okay. that was that's how the thought came up and we started uh, uh registering a company for them so that you know it we have a professional company for deaf also so okay. apart from now we started a company called deaf cricket sports center okay so this is my second company here after bravo cricket academy so this yeah. serves for all the deaf all the differently abled people uh, i because without an a uh, company i cannot have a activity so i made mm-hmm. a uh, company so that we can serve all the deaf blind wheelchair mm-hmm. and all those people so first thing when i appro- wanted to start this one i approached the paralympics committee paralympic okay. committee gave me the approval they were very very uh, <laughs> touched that you know somebody is okay. trying to do something for them so that That's is how right. i start got introduced with them now i support the paralympics team also now recently they went to italy mr uh-huh. abdul rahman won gold in uh, short put So wow so we started we started backing those plays as well 
So you'll be a part of the Olympic Committee. The, the I think they call it the Special Olympic Committee for the next year's Olympics because they have it one year after the main Olympics, right? Or is no, it, no, uh, yeah. no, no, it's the same time. They are going to oh, go same to Tokyo time. this year, yeah. They, uh, so, okay. Are you going to have people, uh, players that have trained with you being part no, of no, that? No, 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 no. Special Olympics is completely different and uh, uh-huh. I'm not part of uh, Paralympics. I'm oh, okay. supporting only, I'm only, only promoting them in the social media so that, you know, they, people should know oh. about them. Because oh, okay. the person who won a gold in, I mean, gold now and... Uh, in silver in Rio Olympics, people didn't know about him. That's so right. So I thought that I thought we started doing interviews. My friend is there, uh, Mr. Armstrong. He's mm-hmm. our media person. He supports me in all the stuff. So we okay. wanted to promote them. Yeah. So we went and took some interviews about them, what they have done. So we started promoting them. So now people are noticing the people who are in from special needs who are champions mm-hmm. as well. Okay, that's actually a fantastic thing you're doing right now for for the sports in Qatar as a whole, to be honest, because uh, not many people would do this. It's the passion, I believe, that drives you. Yeah, that and, was that. And since I want to be only in sports, so I could do all these things. That's one of the main reasons that I know I want to quit my full-time job so that uh-huh. I can spend my entire time in cricket and support people like this. So oh, yeah, that, is how, that is how deaf team came up. And uh, now we have good deaf players. Initially, mm-hmm. when we started, so I was thinking, how am I going to manage uh, deaf players? Normal players, yeah. yes, people would come in. But deaf, I was having my own doubts, but still went ahead. And mm-hmm. uh, then I started posting some of the uh, stuff about deaf in the Facebook Shamil, mm-hmm. the deaf player, one of our deaf players, Shamil, he contacted me uh, yeah. from Facebook. Then he brought his friends. Then his mm-hmm. friends brought his friends. Their yeah, friends. Sorry. Now we have got around eight players who uh-huh. are really who are really passionate about the game, but never got an opportunity. They were playing in Kerala. They most of them are from uh, South India, Kerala. So, oh, okay. so they were they were playing as a kid, wanted to do something about cricket. As the same thing, not much of opportunities for them. They couldn't mm-hmm. play. So when I offered them a chance, though they wanted to come in, they came. They proved themselves. They, they are capable as us, like us, except for they can't speak and hear. They yeah. are absolutely same as we are. Okay. So because they are not uh, physically challenged, they cannot yeah. hear. That's it. So exactly. So they are as good as we are, and they are playing with our team boys only, like mainstream boys with uh, them. Uh huh. So, so at least you've given them an opportunity to play the game that they love and enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you're actually doing a good job there, man. I must congratulate you on that. Thank you, man. <laughs> it's now it's whatever I could do my bit. Uh-huh. I'm trying to do that's it. Nothing much. I want to start my blind team also. Let us see. Okay. Hopefully we mm-hmm. will start our blind team and the wheelchair team as well in the so, future. Do you have the support of the Qatar cricket on these projects? Are they do they approve it? Uh, are you like working hand in hand with them if maybe there's a tournament and uh, you want to send the team? How does that work? See, uh Qatar Cricket Association, uh, they are not part of the uh, differently abled. 
So Paralympics is the one who supports us in sense okay. getting the approval and all the stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. When I approached them, they initially said, you know, you don't come under this one because DEF is not under uh, the mainstream nor the Paralympics. Mm-hmm. DEF is always a separate uh, thing. So oh, okay. initially when we were, uh, uh, you know, looking for approvals, then I had to go to all the uh, thing like, you know, sports and culture, then sports affairs everywhere. So then finally they said it has to go through Paralympics and we got the approval. And mm-hmm. uh, by God's grace, everything went well. So we could register the company and we are now to, good to go with uh, Deaf Cricket. Brilliant. And now yeah. I have a question for you. Something that uh, maybe one of the listeners is listening. They probably might have a passion to do something, but they're working as well. So what would your advice be to them um, for them to do something that their heart says to do? What would you recommend them to do? How would you go about that? Yeah, see, if you really want to do something, if you really want to achieve, you need to take mm-hmm. risk in life. Yeah. You know, but it is it should be a calculative risk where you are, you know, preparing yourself and then uh, when the right time comes, you, shan, you should move on. See, the okay. thing is, you, mm-hmm. you when you do what you really like to do or, you know, passionate about, you are never yeah. working. You are not working. Exactly. You are enjoying it. Enjoying it. Yeah, and mostly it is you're working for yourself. You're not working for anybody else. Uh, that's that's one of one one independence you will get if you're born to work. You need to work for that particular hour. You need to dedicate your time. You need to think. Okay, tomorrow I, you will have so many other uh, things to do. So when you you when you start doing that, your passion becomes you know secondary. It goes down the, your list because you will have a to-do list. And mm-hmm. the last one would be your uh, favorite thing. So exactly. I w- always wanted to move that off. So I want to yeah. do what is really favorite for me. So, yeah, it all comes with a risk. Not everybody mm-hmm. is, you know, successful. I, I would yeah. always recommend or I would always suggest people to be on their own, uh, mm-hmm. be independent, work for yourself mm-hmm. and uh, do really what you want to do. You know, you are really passionate about what, makes your heart to do uh, that's right is willing to do do that that will be the best thing which you will, you will ever get in life it's a brilliant you advice will, you, you will not see your you know you you will when you're working you will be thinking of you know sacrificing your sleep when you when you are doing what you really like to do you yeah. will, you will not get sleep first thing yeah exactly it will always be inside your heart saying yeah you need to get up and go so yeah. I don't see whether it is uh, late in the night or mm-hmm. in the early in the morning at any mm-hmm. time. And you are the best judge to do what you, re- you want to do at that point in time. So exactly. you will have the independence to, you know, independence to do whatever you feel like to do. That's brilliant. That's actually a very good advice to those who are listening right now. I think it's it's life-changing advice. Yeah, because right. it changed my life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that That's way, true. I would always want everybody to. You uh, may see this makes you really happy. See, mm-hmm. money, my money doesn't bring you happiness. Money bring maybe yeah. bring you kind of a security for that period of time, but you know it is not going to be with you all the time. Exactly. So see, now Corona came. Many of the companies or many of the uh, uh, top people are you know uh, struggling. Mm-hmm. That's but, right. but, but even for me, if you see our academy has been closed, 
uh, last year when we had corona we are closed for almost four months now again we had second restrictions we are closed from one and a half months but mm-hmm. somehow things are moving on things happen on its own because i don't feel it kind of a struggle if it if i was working and you know your salary is cut people are saying complaining uh, like you know oh my salary is been cut i don't know how i manage i don't mm-hmm. get paid but exactly. by god's grace something happens and i am happy i'm that's right I'm, yeah because these kind of struggle doesn't make uh, you know you upset mm-hmm. but you know always know that you know you can come back stronger because it's your own you know what to do next and where you exactly. need to invest so this is this is the kind of uh, feeling you will get when you are on your own and yeah, really so love what you do that's brilliant man so christopher thank you for joining us today and thanks uh, zubair you welcome and we wish you the best of luck for your future projects and hope to talk to you very soon thank you thank you so much thank, thank you for you. hosting me and no uh, not a problem i've 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 listened to most of your podcasts you know it's very inspiring you know you're doing it uh, please continue you. to do it and uh, this is this is also kind of a, you know passion for you i know that and cricket <laughs> is a passion for you as well i exactly. follow you and uh, it is it is one of it is uh, cricket is a platform you know that's made us also speak to each other if you remember exactly. oh yeah i mean cricket brought so, us together yeah, yeah yeah so <laughs> So, so any kind of a sport even is a small thing which i want to tell people is you know it's not only cricket there's a lot of <laughs> other sports are there uh for sports is a medium where you know it it changes people's life so i would love people to play any kind of a sports whichever they like to do like football or whatever they want to do but exactly. play in sports so that you know you will you will not have any kind of a stress people won't die very soon because because of this you know uh, kind of situation people get stressed so much when you are stressed oh, yeah. go out there and play you will change exactly. your mind will be out of stress so that's, that's what i wanted to tell thank yeah. you so much again thank you thank you for joining us thank you zubair thank you so much have a nice day have a nice day bye bye this is more zubair and thank you again for listening to the mz show you can find this podcast on all the major podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify and so on.